Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, staying locally, Michigan State found a way to come back and beat Indiana. Indiana got hit with a uh, with a grounding penalty that a lot of Indiana Hoosier fans, well, let's be real, it's not a ton of Indiana Hoosier football fans out there. You're more basketball fans. But Tom Allen was not happy afterwards where it looked like the quarterback and the receiver were on the wrong page. The quarterback throws it deep in the back of the end zone. He gets hit with a penalty, causing them to miss the game-winning field goal. MSU holds on to win. Would have been a game tying field goal. MSU holds on to win 24 to 21. It's significant because, well, Malik Carr ended up being your offensive Big Ten offensive player of the week. Nine catches, 100 yards, two touchdowns. He actually had three, but one of the touchdowns got called back. Caden Hauser, he was your freshman of the week. Uh, 26 for 41 for 245 yards, three touchdowns. He did have two picks. He was your freshman of the week. It gives Michigan State something to build on. They've got four victories. They got Penn State coming up on Friday. Penn State's favored by like 20 points. I don't expect them to win that game, but I can say this. Harlan Barnett got this team not to quit. I also like the fact personally that they won wearing the Die Shadows black jersey, at least the pants and the helmets, which means you won't be scrapping them for the next coach. Speaking of next coach, I expect Michigan State to name a a new coach within – the next week or two. It could happen as soon as next Monday, but I actually expect it to happen after the uh, conference championship week. Now, one of the holdups was Michigan State wanted to hire a president. From what I've been told, they're on the verge of hiring the North Carolina uh, a president from the University of North Carolina. So that should be happening this week, and then they can put their focus on finishing up the coaches. Uh, talking to David Harnes from um, the Spartan Rivals website, and he was saying that they have confirmation that Michigan State is doing second interviews with four coaches, Mike Elko, the Duke head coach, Jonathan Smith, the Oregon State head coach, uh, Candle, Coach Candle, the Toledo coach, and also Arizona's coach, why am I drawing a blank on his name? Uh, the, 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 the jet fish. They're all getting second interviews. Here's how I say, I like Jonathan Smith. I like what he's done at Oregon, but the problem is sometimes you can be a good coach and a wrong fit. Look at Rich Rodriguez at Michigan. And it's not to Michigan. It's just Rich Rod was never going to work at Michigan. It's a different culture. Look at John L. Smith at Michigan state. He was never going to work. It's a different culture. Sometimes you can be a good coach, but you don't fit the culture of that school because that school is not willing to adapt to your new way of thinking. So because of which you're going to be an outsider, and you're going to end up getting fired. That's why I'm not a big Jonathan Smith fan. It's not that he cannot coach folks because he's done a bang, bang up job at Oregon state. And besides, he probably wants to get out of a conference. That's the pack too, but I don't think that's it. Jetfish Jetfish is an interesting because he he did work for Michigan for two seasons, but he's also worked at like a ton of other schools. 
It's not like he was born and bred a, a Michigan Wolverine. He just simply had a stint there. The thing that may hurt him is, does he have any ties to Connor, Connor Stallions? That's it right there. Because if he does, if you're Michigan State, you want to talk about reason why you didn't want Urban because of controversy. You don't want to take a coach who could be coming in with, with, with you know, uh, starting uh, this team and setting them back instantly. Now, he's doing a great job in Arizona, but Arizona, you know, that university is cash-strapped because of bad budgeting, so he's never going to make the money. The facilities there are poor. He could have an upgrade in everything. So Jetfish is a name to watch. John Candle, the coach of Toledo, that's the one that I think will really piss off the most Spartan fans because that's not the name that you want to hear. He's young. I think he's 43, but he's been in Toledo for – at lead head coach, I think, for nine seasons. And you're thinking to yourself, well, if you're that good, why haven't you moved? He's not sexy. He is not the guy that you're going to run out and renew your season tickets. I promise you that. I think he is the safe pick. I think he is the pick that will be there no matter what. You will pick up the phone in February and Candle will answer and say, yes, is this Michigan State? I'll take the job. But I don't think that this is a guy right now. I'm leaning more towards Mike Elko. I look at what he has done, how he sustained the Duke program and what he did this year. And it wasn't a great year at Duke. But then again, he was on his third string quarterback and they still found ways to scheme and either win games or stay competitive in games. I got to say, this is really going to fall down on Allen Haller. But when you look at his other head coaches that he's brought in, whether it was women's basketball or men's hockey or men's soccer. These guys may not have had the greatest names, but, man, they are getting results. I got to lean on what Allen is doing. And I don't know this kind of goes against what I've said before, but I'm just starting to think that maybe, maybe this is the right way to go. When you go for the splash coach, you rarely get the splash, splash expectations, but you don't get splash results. I look at Jimbo Fisher. He was splash. You didn't get that. You look at uh, the last, every like Miami coach from Manny Diaz to Mario Cristobal. They're still in the same spot. Um, You look at Lane Kiffin at Ole Miss. Ole Miss can only go a certain point and then they fall. You look at Lincoln Riley and USC. Lincoln Riley's had the Heisman Trophy quarterback for two years. And USC still can't compete for the Pac-12 championship, let alone a national championship. You look at Deion Sanders, Coach Prime, and he was everybody was looking at him and what he was doing at Colorado. And I said it earlier. If I told you at the beginning of the season, after their first three games, that Northwestern would go to a bowl game and Colorado wouldn't, you would look at me sideways. But yeah, Deion in Colorado, a lot of hype, a lot of sizzle, no stake. And they they may finish with the same amount of victories as Michigan State, who fired their coach with Mel Tucker. Tucker got two. Harlan Barnett got two. Maybe hiring the name doesn't bring the expectation. Now, the sad reality for Spartan fans, it means that probably going to have another year of not going to a bowl game. That's going to be three straight years. It sucks. You would hope that maybe the next coach can go six and six in this first year. But right now, you're probably looking at not making a bowl game for the third straight year. And it's frustrating. I understand if you're a Spartan fan, but it's something. It may be a necessary evil. We'll have to wait and see. Also, I do believe that 
you probably cannot keep a lot of staff. And and and, and the reason being is like it why did it take Jay Johnson all of this time to realize who Malik Carr was and get him the ball? It it's you play your best players and you come up with schemes. And had you come up with these types of schemes last year, I think Michigan State wins more games. This year, Michigan State wins more games. He tried an Iowa game and then Malik got hurt and then Malik just came back. But why, why did it take so long? This is why. Now, I do think Harlan Barnett, for everything that he did, he's a lifelong Spartan. Harlan belongs on this next staff. Everybody else, that's up for the coach. That's the, That would be my only holdout if I was Allen to say, hey, I need Harlan Barnett to have some type of a job position on this staff of what he did, especially getting this team not to quit, not to fold up their tents. And he went to Indiana with, I think, 47 scholarship players, and they managed to scrounge out a win. Hopefully this coach comes soon for Michigan State because you got to hit the – you're not going to get a ton of recruits. Your biggest thing is to try to retain Nick Marsh because I think Nick Marsh is going to start from day one, the River Rouge wide receiver, headed to the Army All-American game. Well, the American – the All-American game. The Army's not sponsoring him anymore. But the next coach is going to have to hit the portal hard and really bring in about 25 to 30 players. And of the 25 to 30 players, hopefully you can find 10 to 12 starters of those 25, hit the ground running. The schedule, it's not pretty for Michigan State fans sitting in the seats, but I think it's a necessary schedule because you're playing teams that give you a fighting chance at maybe getting to 500. You got Ohio State at home, and that's it. Your other games at home are all games that they could maybe be 50-50 games. So we'll see. Anything new happens with Michigan or anything happens with the Michigan State coaching search, I will be back. I'm going to be talking with Howard. We're going to give you a breakdown on Wednesday instead of Thursday. We're going to do ours on tape on Wednesday. So until then, guys, thank you for watching the Five Star Zone. I'm your host, Rico Beard. Keep liking, keep subscribing, keep downloading, keep telling your friends. You can get this on the Odyssey or Apple, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep subscribing, keep liking, keep doing everything. Keep this thing going. I appreciate you all. If we don't talk, but we should, have a great Thanksgiving. But we're going to see me again. I'm going to try and get Howard on on Wednesday. So until then, I'll see you guys later. Thanks for watching the Five Star Zone.